Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right, welcome back. Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, at WiseRy on the tweets, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. On this episode, our weekly crossover edition with the New York CityCast, Will Hill host of the New York City cast. He'll be joining me in just a few minutes where we'll talk a little bit of, a little bit about everything. It's a big week here. Big week. Uh, obviously, national championship and college hoops coming to a close with Kansas figuring out a way to storm back in that game. Just that was the definition of a game of runs Monday night. But Kansas edges out North Carolina. North Carolina covers as a four-point underdog as Kansas wins 72 to 69, but we'll get a little bit more into that with Will in just a few minutes. 76ers back in action tonight on the road in Indiana, taking on the Pacers as an 11 and a half point favorite. Uh, that's the number set at Bet Rivers Sportsbook right now. The total set at 233 and a half. That game tips off at 7 p.m. You look at the updated odds in the futures market for the 76ers, NBA championship odds 11 to 1 right now for your 76ers, 5 to 1 for the 76ers to just come out of the Eastern Conference. And we've talked a lot about the MVP, but man, it's it's now become Jokic's award, at least based on uh the betting market here. And at Bet Rivers, minus 360 for Jokic to win MVP, Joel Embiid plus three. 100. Absolutely crazy. 
All right, let's get into our conversation now with Will. Hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure you're subscribed and following both of our shows wherever you get your podcasts available on all of your pod platforms. Give me a follow at Wise Rye. And here's the conversation with Will. Enjoy. All right, so let's get right into it. Uh, here we are on, you know, recording this Tuesday morning, April 5th. So we got a lot to get into on this episode. I mean, whether it's the national title game, that's where we'll, we will start here. Uh, the Masters, we have opening day right around the corner. It, it's a it's a beautiful thing. But, Will, let's, uh, I guess let's start with the, the Natty title. Your thoughts on everything last night? You're throwing me a curveball here. We got Blazers Thunder tonight, and you want to want you want to talk national title game? I guess I'm we could talk. I'm the lead, aren't I? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, exciting game. It really wasn't that well played. I mean, it was kind of a, a cluster bleep down the stretch with, you know, guys stepping out of bounds, UNC chucking up bad threes, uh, five on four, and they pull it out. I don't know if that's some sort of act of sportsmanship. I don't think that's what it was. I think. Um, I, I think they were up one last 30 or so seconds and they wanted to just milk the clock, but you got a five on four attack, get the five. I mean, that was, they, they ended up scoring anyway, but boy, if they lost, that would have been, uh, an all time kind of a gaff right there. I, I can't understand. I don't know if they commented on why they pulled up like that, but, uh, an exciting yeah. game that last kind of, that last minute really had it all. It wasn't really a great tournament, but Kansas wins Carolina covers. So, uh, our boy Danny Burke, who had Kansas, I think, hit some futures to win some brackets. I'm not sure if he hedged and hit the, you know, the Grand Slam home run and hit them all, but uh, you know, college basketball wraps up in, in what was a fun game. It was a, uh, it was a wild game. Yeah. Obviously, UNC, you're like, damn, is this going to be a blowout? No yeah. way, right? And then you know, Kansas starts to come back, and then look like Kansas was going to run away with good it again. What were you saying, Will? Looked like Kansas was going to run away with it. When they came all the way back and then they went up by six, it was looked like Kansas might you know, win the game by double digits once they kind of got momentum. But UNC took yeah. the punch and they came back. So, yeah, really uh, kind of a wild game. And after everything, all of the madness here from the tournament, a one seed wins it all. Yeah. You know, that's typically how it goes, though. It's usually how it goes, and yeah, yeah, you look at the the final four. I mean, Kansas is a one, Nova was a two, UNC still UNC. I mean, they're an eight seed, but they're still UNC, and uh, and, and Duke is Duke. So for it, you're right, it's typically how it goes. For all the craziness early on, usually the dust settles, and you got kind of the usual suspects in the last four or so. UNC, man, they're. Uh... I saw something online, something stupid, like everything else is online, but it was like April 4th is a rough day for UNC. It was like Villanova hitting that shot over UNC, and now Kansas beating them yesterday on April 4th as well. They're they're falling short recently. Oh, I didn't realize it's the same exact day? Same exact day. Wow, yeah. and that's what? That was 2016? 16. That's six years ago now. How is that six years ago already? My goodness, it seems like it was two or three years. Six years ago? How is that possible? Shh. It's, it flies by. It's yeah. scary. But yeah, they've won. Was their last title? Oh, nine? Or more yeah, oh, nine. They won one. Oh, nine. Yeah. I think it was the Ty Lawson team. Yeah, they hadn't won yeah. one since, which even that, that's now 13 years ago. My goodness. Yeah, that might as well be, you know, decades ago, decades upon decades ago, I should say. Wow. Is, you know. But um, yeah, crazy. So. They already have the odds posted at Bet Rivers for next year's national champion. I don't think we're going to get too much into that on this episode, Will. But, uh, you know, it doesn't take long. I saw some people taking Creighton at, like, huge prices, 100 to 1, 80 to 1, and that price dropped. I guess they got a bunch of people coming back. And 
Uh, I saw Arkansas as the number one, you know, favorite for next year. Not favorite, but projected to be uh, the the you know first ranked team. I don't know, first ranked team and favorite to win it all. Sometimes not the same. So, yeah, yeah. yeah of course, you got to see you know who's coming out of the draft, who's staying, all that kind of thing. So. Uh, not something I'm interested in at the moment, but if you have anything, no, me either. yeah, it, it, it's too early. Yeah, it's way too early. I mean, I'm still digesting uh, this year's college basketball season. So, uh, you know, I'm going to have to take a Tums or, or something because uh, no, it's uh, not a bad betting co- season for college hoops. But, I mean, we got a lot else to, to get to, Will. I don't know if you want to touch on anything else college hoops wise, but NBA obviously winding down. Um do you have anything you want to you want to start this combo with? Uh, NBA Sixers, where are you at with your boys now? Because it's been kind of up and down. Um, it's funny. I, I don't think these teams are ducking the nets like you know we thought they might. I think a couple things. The Heat are going to be the one seed, and then you have like three tiers. You have the Heat is the one seed. Then you have this kind of group here of Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, all with about the same record. Then you have that middle tier of the Bulls and the Raptors, which can kind of flip-flop. And then you have the third tier of the Plains with the Cavs. We'll throw them in the mix because they're right there. Uh, yeah. Nets, Hawks, Hornets. I, you know what it is? I, I think it's too hard to predict who's going to be where, so you can't really manipulate who you're going to play. Now, if you get to Sunday or something, and it's clear, you know, if we win, we'll play this team. If we lose, we'll play that team. Maybe you can see some of that. But as of now, there's just too much bunched together in, in, in these different tiers. You can't really manipulate who you play. So, plus the, the Nets haven't played great. So, a lot of these teams, you know, maybe you were afraid of the Nets a week or two ago. Now you look at them and say, you know what, I'm not going to punt on home court advantage in the second and third round to avoid the Nets. If I have to right. play the Nets, I'll deal with them. So, uh, a fascinating last week or so. Uh, what are your thoughts here with Philly uh, and just the East in general? I mean, it's first of all, <laughs> Brooklyn's intent. Like just yeah. a, a reminder for the listeners out there. They probably are probably gonna go four and the rest of the way though. They do have the Rockets, the Pacers, both at home, then the Knicks and the Cavs. So they're they're either gonna go three and one or four and oh. But hey, if you stub your toe and you're in tenth, that's uh I, I don't care. That's a tough, tough spot to be in. And the Hawks have played it's well a, too. You're really in a hole, you know, yeah. and, and you and I we've talked a lot about this uh on our crossover episodes, but like they just had a bad loss to the Charlotte Hornets, who are in ninth now, right ahead of them. Um, they have the same record. Charlotte now holds the tiebreaker. So, you know, listen. Despite everything, I can knock the Brooklyn Nets. I can, you know, say whatever I want against them. I still don't want the 76ers to play them in a seven-game series. Like you don't want to to play Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, right? Like that's just that's just the bottom line. But I will say this: I still don't feel like the Nets are coming out of the East. I don't either. I think they could beat just about anybody. I would be surprised if they beat Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's we saw is a bad matchup for them. Milwaukee's big. Yeah. Milwaukee killed them on the glass the other night. I think offensive rebound it was like twelve six, and it was I forget the exact numbers, but but Milwaukee really controlled the glass. And Milwaukee's size. I mean, Brooklyn's small. Milwaukee's got big guards with uh, Middleton and Holiday. Uh, obviously, Giannis is Giannis. So. But other than Milwaukee, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if the Nets beat the Sixers, if they beat the Celtics, uh, you know, if they beat the Heat, obviously, because Durant's Durant. I mean, Durant at the end of these games, Durant can basically hit every shot. So, He's so um, good. I, I don't think they're coming out of the East. I think they can win any series individually. I just don't know that they can win, you know, three, four in a row here to win a title. And uh, I've been saying every day pretty much 
their number to win the title is way too, uh, you know, way too short to bet. I mean, you know, six to one to win the title when you're going to have to go through a, a playing round, maybe two playing rounds, two, then three playoffs series and, you know, a finals. That's to me, just bet them round by round. I, I do think they'll get up to the eight seed because like I said, the schedule's pretty easy the last uh, week or so, but again, you're not, you're not getting, you know, bang for your buck betting them at six to one at this point. Let me ask you this uh, rank real you know, quickly, if you can, rank the top four teams in the Eastern Conference. And I can start real quick. Milwaukee's So I'll let you one. think about it. Yeah, Milwaukee's one, right? Has to be. Yeah. I Boy, mean, is this odds to get to the, you know, best chance to get to the finals? Let me clarify. Best chance to get to the finals or just best teams? Because Miami's going to have a one seat, so maybe an easier path with home court. I don't think they're the second best team uh, I'm kind of just buying myself time here because it's a great question. I'll no, I know, no, it's second. a good clarification. I mean, and it depends, right? I mean, if we're looking at this strictly, you know, all right, uh, from obviously the betting perspective for Eastern Conference winner odds at Bet Rivers, you know, then that that could change from just strictly who are the best four teams in order, right? I'll go Philly. Just because I, I still think the talent of Embiid and Harden, despite all the warts, and they did, they have plenty of warts between the coach, not enough shooting, they look slow on defense, the bench. Uh, you know, I kind of like Niang. The more I watch them, I think Niang's got a role on that team because you know I love Niang. Finding finding you know five to seven guys here in a playoff rotation is not easy. They're a little thin. They miss Curry, but I'll still go. Harden and Embiid, uh, there's still a version of that like we saw with the first couple weeks of them together where that upside I trust. But again, it's fractions. If you told me the Celtics, if you told me even the Nets, uh, I wouldn't really quibble with you. I'll go Philly by a fraction here for my second. Who's your second? It's it's between it's between Philly and Miami. Um, like – I lean Philly because of all the things that you said with Joel Embiid and, and James Harden, but Miami's had a better overall season uh, and with the home court advantage, you know, very well coached. It's it's tough. I'd, I'd maybe lean Philly uh, and then I'd probably go like 3A and 3B, uh, Miami and Boston. Yeah, I would be tempted to say Boston if Williams were healthy, and he might be by like the second round if they can make it that far. But without Williams, I think it's a little bit of a different team. But hey, they might still be the second even without Williams because they've just been killing people night after night. Uh, I got some division bets on Philly, and it's a race between Philly and Boston. And Boston just never seems to lose. Every time you check their score, they're up by 30 points, which, um, you know, you can say, oh, it's against bad teams. But we know the NBA, I mean, you get crazy results every night. They don't have any crazy results. They just beat the hell out of every out of everyone, you know, night in, night out, pretty much. It's funny that you mentioned your division bets because at Bet Rivers, right now the 76ers are plus 130 to win the Atlantic division. Yeah. The Celtics are the favorite, Will, at minus 159, minus 160. Uh, and you look at the remaining schedules for both of these teams. Sixers have four games. Celtics have three. And the Celtics' remaining schedule at Chicago on Wednesday – at Milwaukee on Thursday, yeah. at Memphis on Sunday. Not easy. That's not an easy final three games. So I think the Sixers can make up some ground here in the in, down the stretch. They could. What's the Sixers' schedule? And the other thing you have to take into account, which is not easy, 
uh, this time of year. You know, is Memphis going to try? Is Milwaukee going to try? You never know. You're going to get to a game and say, oh, Memphis, yeah. that's a tough game. Memphis could be locked into a seed and just kind of rest everybody. But, hell, Boston could be say, you know what, we don't really care what seed we are. They can rest everybody. So uh, it's really it's a fascinating market, I think. You know, we as betters probably care about these divisions more than the teams, but uh, it, it's interesting. What's Philly? I think Philly's got a pretty easy schedule the last week or so. They Although do. One of, the, one of their games is against the Pistons, I'm pretty sure, and the Pistons just beat them by 10 points the other night. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it now. Philly has at Pacers, uh, at Raptors, which isn't easy. Uh, then the Pacers again. So, wow, two games with the Pacers, one game with the Pistons, and at the Raptors. Yeah. So either 3-1 and one or 4-0, and oh, you would think. You would think, yeah. You you would think they're going to go at least three and one. Um, I would say three and one's a a good a good prediction there. So three and one, maybe the Celtics go one and two, and you know that that could be enough. I think. Yeah, and I believe Boston yeah. does have the tiebreaker, right? I believe so. Yeah, I'd have to do. confirm that, but I believe so. Yeah, I think that's why they're listen, favored right now, so they do have the tiebreaker. Yeah, I mean the Sixers. They're a half game behind them. So the Sixers are 48 and 30. Boston's 49 and 30. So it's neck and neck down the stretch here. Now, uh, th this reminded me of something seeing the 76ers schedule, seeing that they play at Toronto. Is there, and we got to talk about this just from a betting standpoint. Do we know what Sixers players are or are not vaccinated just in case of a playoff, first round playoff series uh, at Toronto? Do we know? I, I think Harden, pretty, I'm pretty sure he is because he was very critical of Kyrie not getting it. So I know Harden has it. Uh, do we know who or who doesn't have it for Philly here? No, like Doc said the other day that he's not going to disclose it, but the Sixers have played in Toronto this year and they had essentially everyone. Okay. So I'm just, you know, I'm just doing context clues here. And, you know, Harden played in Brooklyn, so... He's. We know he's vaccinated. Yeah, Harden's just good based to go. That. You would think Embiid's good to go because that would have, you know, been an Definitely. issue if he wasn't. So yeah, yeah. I, I know that became a story last week with Toronto. You know, announcing that. Uh, I don't know if it, it might have been. It, I don't know if it was Toronto or some of these other teams. Oh, what it was was Boston went to Toronto and a bunch of guys sat out, and it was yeah. undisclosed reasons, and we weren't sure if it was vaccines, if it was just you know yeah. rest. So. It could be tricky. Now, again, if you're playing Toronto in the first round, you do get a bunch of – you do have home court, so it's not like you have to play every game in Toronto. But, look, if you're Boston or something and, you know, Tatum can't play in Toronto, that could be an issue if you stumble at home. A huge issue. Yeah. yeah a, a huge issue there. So um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see who could possibly be uh, sitting out on you know road visits to the Toronto Raptors but here's the thing though when are we going to know are they are we going to know when the game tips off are we going to know a day before an hour before like when are we going to know say it's Boston Toronto first round like at what point are we going to know who's in and who's out for uh the Celtics because again there's you know privacy issues and all these things like are, are they going to announce before the series are they going to announce an hour before the game I'm fascinated to you know, just from a betting perspective, yeah. too. Hey, I'm going to bet, you know, a bunch of money on the Celtics to win this series. Oh, by the way, game three comes and Tatum and Brown aren't vaccinated and they can't play. That could be an issue. Yeah. Massive issue. Huge yeah. issue. But that, that's been the case, you know, in Toronto all season, right? So we could sort of do our, our homework a little bit. You know, like did Tatum play in, in Toronto already this year? I don't know. I know recently he didn't. Right. But maybe... Earlier in the season, you know, I, I don't know, but I think it's a good point by you because you know these teams like to hold the the injury stuff close to their chest, and you know, especially with the COVID stuff now, you you 
we might not know until the day of the game for game three or four, like you said. So I think you have to uh, proceed with caution when betting anything involving the Toronto Raptors. You have to. Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's it's nuts, man. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely nuts. But that, back to the Brooklyn Nets just for a second. Uh, did you see Steve Nash saying he would be shocked if Ben Simmons played in the play-in game? Um, yeah, your, he's done. You know, it's funny. They kind of need him because if you watch him play, they struggle to get stops. I mean, this Portland team that's tanking uh, scored 125 points against them a couple Friday nights ago. Charlotte lit them up. They give up 100-something points a night pretty much. I mean, they're just getting lit up defensively. They're super small. Now, you put Drummond around you know, Durant, Dragic, Kyrie, and – you know, whoever, Curry, that's a hell of an yeah. offensive lineup, and they might be able to outscore you, but you're going to be able to score on them. So, um, you know, they kind of need Simmons. They needed his defense, and I just I don't think they're going to get him. It, it'd be, it, you know, unlikely at this point for Simmons to just emerge out of nowhere and, you know, start guarding Giannis or start guarding Harden in a playoff series. I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. You got to wonder what you traded for here if you're the uh, if you're the Nets. I mean, backs, backs are no joke. If he, he really does have a back issue, um, that's uh, – that's a tough one for the Nets, and boy, he should have just said he had a back issue the whole time. He wouldn't have lost all this money. You can't get you can't get fined for having a back issue. He should have just done that. I mean, he he's gotten some terrible advice along the way. So, really, uh, a tough situation for Simmons. Really, you know, you got to wonder where his career's at at this point. You know, he's forfeited a lot of money. He hasn't played, and, and you got to wonder, you know, where he's at. It's it's crazy. I mean, listen, the the Seventy Sixers medical staff cleared him to play. Yeah. So. At one point, they looked at his back, they examined him, and they said he was fine. And, you know, before any trade gets signed off on both sides, both teams, right. you know, asked for medical records. The the team, I'm sure the Nets sent doctors to take a look at Ben or talk to the Sixers doctors, whatever. Um, so, I don't know. Something must have flared up maybe after the trade or who knows, man. But uh, that's those are the two words you can say when talking about Ben Simmons. Who knows? Yeah, and again, it, it's really it's someone for all of his flaws, and he's got plenty of them. The Nets really kind of need him. I, I think you're seeing right now. Kyrie also hasn't been as effective having to play. You know, it's one thing yeah. when you get to play once every nine days, and you're, you're it's like a pitcher coming out of the bullpen, and you can just kind of throw as hard as you can for ten or fifteen pitches. It's right. another when you have to start pitch seven innings, then pitch seven innings. If you know five days later, we're seeing Kyrie being you know way less effective here uh, as he has to play a normal schedule. Is there anything that you like uh, before we, we possibly move on? Uh, anything you like in the futures market when it comes to the NBA, whether it's updated title odds, East or West odds, uh, or, or nothing really standing out? Yeah, I think Milwaukee. I think you'd still get them, what, plus 275 to win the East. I just think they'll be in the conference finals. And if you're sitting there in the conference finals with a plus 275 ticket, you can at yeah. least you know get some profit out of it. And I do think Milwaukee's going to the finals again. So... Uh, I've been on Milwaukee. I just think they're the most reliable team. I like the Bucks. How about the Mavericks out west? Because it's probably going to be the Suns. But watching Luca again the uh, the other day against the against the Bucks, uh, if anyone can kind of upset the apple cart, it's somebody that has a great player like Luca. They defend yep. well. Uh, I know they're like what thirty to one to win it all, something crazy. Maybe you're better off playing them round by round. But uh, we don't see too many you know Cinderellas in the NBA. But Dallas is one that's at least interesting to me. 22 to 1 updated okay. odds for Dallas uh, at Bet Rivers and PA to win the NBA title. 10 to 1 to win the West. I like that bet. Yeah, that's not bad. Again, you got to look at the matchups and, you know, round by round yeah. maybe is a better way to go. They could play. Well, it's tough. The West is the same as the East where all these teams are interchangeable. I mean, Denver, Utah, 
Uh, there's really kind of, a, you know, Minnesota, these teams are all bunched together. So we don't exactly know the matchups. But, yeah, when you got Luca, I think you got a chance now. We're probably just, you know, spending time on something that's a foregone conclusion because Phoenix is so damn good and just so consistent despite you know, know. losing his 14-point favorites the other night to Oklahoma City, which was crazy. <laughs> Uh, it'll probably be it'll probably looking at a rematch Phoenix Milwaukee, but uh, who knows? It's kind of a wide open league. I think you know Phoenix probably not as dominant as that record suggests. Maybe that's disrespectful to say, but you know should be a lot of fun. The Clippers are getting healthy too with Paul George back. I don't think we'll get Kawhi, but the Clippers have been really good the past yeah. you know month or so, and uh, that's a, that's a good team, a well coached team. So I'm excited for these playoffs. I can't wait for Sunday when these matchups are finally revealed. Although we're gonna have to wait for the planes, but we'll get a few of these matchups. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a ton of fun, and I think there's gonna be some opportunity uh, in the betting market, maybe for a team like the Clippers. You know, depending on the matchups, uh, we we may be able to uh, have some success with uh, maybe some slight dogs, depending on how the first round shapes up and and how the seedings shape up on both sides, east and west. Uh, all right, so do you want to get to Masters or some baseball talk to wrap up? What do you think? Haven't done a lot on the Masters. My boy Sam Burns, I pretty much bet him every week. So I think he's 35, 40 to 1, something like that, to win the Masters. Now, he hasn't played here before, which is tricky. I think Fuzzy Zeller in 1979 was the first, was the last time somebody has won their first, you know, experience at Augusta. So that's a tricky one. So uh, I'll still do some digging on that. What bets do you have for the Masters? Yeah, I don't have any right now. Um, Come on, what are you waiting for? I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you have? You just have that just one, have or what do you? What do you think? I just have Burns. If I can find a way, I I know it's sacrilege and all that, but if I can find a way to bet against Tiger, I, I have a hard time seeing him make the cut. I don't see how he's going to be able to walk the course, unless look. I mean, modern medicine. Who knows? He's got the best doctors, but I'm very skeptical of this idea that Tiger can compete. I mean, yeah. I think it was Fred Couples had a practice round with him, and he said he was bombing the ball. But he also said he was limping. Yeah. So, I mean, is he going to limp around Augusta for four days? I I doubt it. I doubt it. Sounds like he's going to play. I mean, it's, I guess we won't yeah. know until Wednesday. But, uh, boy, it's got all the makings of a sports mo- movie if he's able to even, you know, play and just uh, give us something to uh, to just watch. I, again, I, I, hate, I feel bad doing it, but I, I would probably – uh, look, look for him to miss the cut. I don't see how he makes the cut here. I think it's a tough. That's a tough ask. No, yeah, that that's that's a bold move to bet to bet on Tiger. You know, making the cut or dare I say, even winning the tournament oh. or finishing even top ten. It's just it's a too tall of a task, man. But I don't know if I'd bet against it. I don't know if I'd get as uh, cynical as as you will on that. But a um, couple names I like. I mean, I like Zalatoris, like top ten finish. Hovland's a popular name. I think he was 20 to 1 last time I checked. Um, but I'm going to have to dig a little bit deeper today and tomorrow before we get to Thursday. All right, man. It's uh, it's a great time of the year. Baseball starting. Do you have any baseball futures? What, where are you at with your Phillies here? So I like the Phillies over on their win total. But, man, that's been shooting up. Like a month ago, it was at 83.5. Now it's at 86.5 at Bet Rivers. Um. I still like them to win the NL East as far as uh, the number. It was right around 4-1, to one, plus 450. And I'll tell you another one I like, and I'm stealing this one a little bit from uh, a conversation I had with Scott Seidenberg. Uh, Moniak to win NL Rookie of the Year for the Phillies. 
he was upwards of 50 to 55 to one. Um, Odubel's out six weeks. So Moniak has an opportunity to play for the first six weeks and win uh, the center field job. And he was a and, big time you know, pick, right? He was a high pick. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two years ago now at this point for the Phils. So uh, this is the year for him. And I, he could have a huge year, especially in that lineup. That's interesting. I think the door opened a little bit for the Phillies. I didn't think they had really enough pitching. I thought the Braves are really good in the Mets. Uh, I was really high on the Mets, but boy, they uh, they got some tough news because who knows when DeGrom's going to pitch again? Who knows if he's ever going to be DeGrom again? I think that's a fair concern. I mean, yeah. he hasn't thrown a pitch since July 7th. He rests that whole time. Now he comes back in shoulder tightness. I mean, who knows when he's going to be cleared? Then he's going to have to ramp up and you, know, you have to worry about setbacks. I just think it's going to be after something you're going to have to, you know, hold your breath with his entire career. So uh, I don't know. I think the Mets can still be pretty good. Scherzer and Bass at the top of the rotation still good. I think that's a, a good Definitely. lineup. But boy, it's it's going to be hard to win the title without Degrom. So maybe it, that opens the door a little bit for the Phillies to uh, to flirt with a division title here. I still think Atlanta's really good. Miami's got a ton of pitching. Yeah. Washington stinks. But hey, if you're Philly now, you, you got a little bit of a chance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with, with those bats, as long as you stay healthy, um, you, you have a you have a puncher's chance for sure. No doubt. Yeah, man. All right, so we have a lot to look forward to here this week. Obviously, as as Will just mentioned, as we've been touching on NBA now, back full swing. I think there's 12 games tonight in the NBA Tuesday night. Masters getting underway in two days. Baseball getting underway in just two days as well. So huge week here coming off the national championship game. Uh, in college hoops. All right, man, it's been fun as this always. This was fun. Oh, we got one more. Uh, 30 yeah. seconds on this Eagles trade. What, what do people think? It looks like they got a lot back. I mean, it's kind of a strange trade. It was really uh, a lot of assets, yeah. future assets being swapped. What's your uh, What's your thoughts? What's kind of the feel here on this Eagles trade? I like it. Uh, you know, a, a lot of Eagles fans are just saying that, uh, you know, they robbed the Saints a little bit. This is just Howie Roseman kicking the can down the road. So, you know, now... You're giving Jalen another year to try and earn this job. And if you don't like what he puts out there this year, then you set yourself up for another opportunity to, you know, put together a nice trade package with a couple first round draft picks and uh, some extra just overall draft picks in both the uh, next year's draft and 2024. So you have a lot of options. And Howie Roseman's always about having options and having that draft capital. So I like it. And they still have two picks in the first round this year. So. I think it's a great trade. Plus, it's a weaker draft from what everyone says, and especially yeah. with the quarterbacks. When when it's a weak quarterback draft, the picks are not as much of a premium where, hey, if you get a top 10 pick next year and it's a big quarterback draft, you're going to have people itching to trade up. So uh, I think yes. it was smart to get future assets. Um, I'm not sure where the Saints are at with it, what what their thought process was, but, boy, it's been a hell of an NFL offseason. Every day something happens between Tyree Kill and Adams and, and Wilson. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's really, it started off slow. It looked like, man, maybe none of these guys are going to move, but, you know, Brady retires and unretires. Uh, just, it seems like you get a story every two days. That Calvin Ridley, Ridley gambling thing is like, you know, lifetimes ago now. It's been blown off the bat. Yeah, it's pages. old news. Way old news. Absolutely. A couple of years ago, it would still be the lead story in yeah. the offseason, but NFL offseason has become like the NBA offseason. It's been, it's been unbelievable. Yeah, it really has. It's been, uh, yeah. it, it's it, kind of at a bad time and just because, you know, we got March Madness. We, we would like it to happen in February when there's nothing else to talk about. But, uh, boy, right. it's been uh, it, it's been just an incredible month or so here of NFL transactions. Yeah, it's been awesome. There's uh, it's been it's been a 
awesome month period, month or two, just with, with everything, whether it's the off season or, uh, you know, seasons wrapping up. So, all right, man, fun stuff. We'll, uh, we'll do it again next week. All right. This next, this time next week, we'll have some playoff matchups to talk about. So I can't wait. Can't wait, baby. Can't wait. All right. Thank you everyone. As always for tuning in another edition of the Philadelphia city cast presented by bet rivers sportsbook. And man, we have, like I said, to start the show, we have a lot, a lot going on this week. Philly's opening day right around the corner. Can't believe it. I can't wait. Uh, Friday, Philly season gets underway. And on the next episode, I'll be joined, uh, joined by Jack Fritz of Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack will be joining me to talk all things Phillies, preview the season, look at the betting market for the Phillies. They are 22 to 1 to win the World Series, 11 to 1 to come out of the National League, 3 to 1 to win the division. Harper's plus 650 to repeat as NL MVP. Their win totals at 86 and a half. Yes or no to make the playoffs. We have a lot to dissect as we get ready for Major League Baseball opening day. So busy week ahead. Make sure you're tuned in to the Philadelphia CityCast with me, Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. No more football? No problem. Bet Rivers Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college and pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on Bet Rivers many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or even same game parlays no matter what you bet on you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80 percent of withdrawals approved instantly at bet rivers sportsbook get started with life after football with the bet rivers app 